Okay. Tov shana tova to everyone. Bezrat Hashem. Shekol tefiloteinu hitkablu. Beratzon. And we still have another few days to, uh, <laughs> to make up and catch up if, uh, if they weren't. Okay. So we're discussing uh, the halachot regarding Yom Kippur. And we actually start with Erev Yom Kippur. Uh, the uh, Gemara points out that no, the Torah says in other places that it's on the tenth of the month. So which one is it? The ninth or the tenth? Anyone who eats and drinks on the ninth of the month, the Torah views it as if a person fasted both on both on the ninth and on the tenth. So here we have a. The rest of the Chagim, we have a festive meal. Why do we have a festive meal? To show the joy of the mitzvah, that we have a festival. We're doing fulfilling the mitzvah of, of uh, whatever the mitzvah is of that day, of that festival. So we have a meal to show how we are celebrating fulfilling the mitzvot of, of, of Hashem. Because it will be great and exalted when the reward for enjoyment of the mitzvot. When a person is happy to fulfill his mitzvot. All of the psukim talk about whether your person fulfilled his mitzvot besimcha or not besimcha. So says Rabbeinu Yonah, first of all, an interesting chidush. Why do we have a meal on Yontif? The meal on Yontif shows that we shows that we are enjoying the mitzvah of Yontif. I.e. it's almost a celebration that we can have a Yontif, that's why we have a meal. It's not that Yontif is of me to have a meal. It's because I have a Yontif, so I have a meal. You see, it's, a, it's an it's interesting twist that Rabbeinu Yonah is really saying. Now he's saying something else. Now, Yom Kippur is a fast day, but on the other hand, it's a Chag. So we need to celebrate the joy of the Chag by having a meal. But you can't, because it's a fast day. On Erev Yom Kippur. A very different understanding than Rashi. Rashi says the reason why the Chazal or the Torah says that we have to eat Erev Yom Kippur is to help prepare ourselves to go into the fast that we'll be able to fast. According to Rabbi Yonah's second answer, he gives three answers. One of them is similar to what Rashi said, but he's, he's, the answer that we, we just quoted here is that this is a meal, of a Yantav meal. Now, what would be the Nafkamina between Rashi and between uh, Rabbi Yonah? Rashi, you could eat anything. Right. Rabbeinu Yonah, you should really eat meat and wine. Right. It could be that according to Rabbeinu Yonah, we should, we should lay the table like a yontif, you know, put out your best, uh, your, put out a nice uh, a thing, maybe even have a, a, a lechem mishnah, have a proper meal, have a proper yontif meal. According to Rashi, as long as you're eating uh, the whole day and, and uh, many dolei Yisrael, they felt that there was a mitzvah every second, so they would just eat raisins all day or, or suck a sweet all day, so you fulfill the mitzvah. 
right? But according to Rabbi Yonah, it's not clear that that would be enough. You would actually have to have a meal, right? So, so most Gedolim were machmir for both. They would try and eat all day nights, and then they'd sit down and have a proper meal uh, Erev Yom Kippur. Okay, so that could be uh, two understandings of why we have to eat on Erev Yom Kippur. What is the bottom line? Says the Shulchan Aruch, Mitzvah lechol be'erev Yom Kippur ula'arbot b'su'udah. Shulchan Aruch in Orachayim, Tafrech Dalet, tells us that it's a mitzvah to eat on Erev Yom Kippur and to increase the amount of food that we eat. Okay. Says the Ramah, V'asul itanopo afilu ta'anit chalom. And one cannot even fast, even if one had a bad dream, and generally if you have a bad dream, you're allowed to fast, not on Erev Yom Kippur. Now, Rabbi Akiva Ege had a very interesting shayla. Rabbi Akiva Ege was asked about a woman that was sick. Um, it's strange. It seems like she got intense pain from eating. Uh, and it's not clear that she had to fast on, on Yom Kippur because she was sick. Um, but the question was, should she eat Arab Yom Kippur? But the problem was, was that she was, she was in pain. I, I, don't know, I don't know how she got, she got food basically through medicine. Right, but not not um, not through eating. So the question was, has she got a mitzvah to eat or not? So Rabbi Akiva Eger said unequivocally, the woman is patted from eating erev yom kippur. Then he said as follows: Avalani navoch, but I'm I'm confused. I I'm uh, I'm not clear. Bechol nashim habriot regarding healthy woman, right? Regarding healthy woman im chayavot lechol beerev yom kippurim. If they are obligated to eat on Erev Yom Kippur, forget the sick woman. What about a regular healthy woman? Has she got a chiyuv to eat Erev Yom Kippur? Why? Is this not a positive time caused, a time bound mitzvah? I.e., you have to eat on the ninth. That is a positive mitzvah and it's time bound. Right? In which case, obviously, any time bound mitzvah woman would be exempt from. Or no. Or you could say no. Since the Torah uses language on, on the ninth and basically it connected it to Yom Kippur. And it connects it to the fasting on Yom Kippur. I, the, the Torah connects eating Erev Yom Kippur to the fasting on Yom Kippur. I learn out from that that what? Anyone who's going to, is obligated to fast, and women are definitely obligated to fast, is also obligated to eat Erev Yom Kippur. So to summarize, Rabbi Akiva Eger says like this. We just said that there's a mitzvah to eat Erev Yom Kippur. But that is a time-bound mitzvah. So if that's the case, then women should be exempt from eating. They, they, may, they might want to eat, but they don't, there's no mitzvah to eat and they don't, get a, they don't get reward for eating. Or do we say, no, that since the Torah connected the positive eating to the negative of fasting, and women have to fast, similarly, they also have to eat Erev Yom Kippur. And this will be a, uh, this, will, this was a question that Rabbi Akiva didn't have an answer for. Interestingly enough, two generations later, the Ktav Sofer. The Ktav Sofer was the grandchild of Rabbi Akiva Ega. He was asked the same question and he says, Shavti Veraiti, he came to a conclusion. The Mechuyevet Isha Bemitzvah Zo, 
that women are obligated to eat mitre time for two reasons. Chada. Firstly, came in the Nafkanan mitzvah zom mitisha lechodesh be'erev kol ha'chol b'tshiri kilo mitalim b'tshiri v'asiri. Anyone who basically drank, anyone who's obligated on the nan on the fasting, is also obligated to eat on the nan. Do you want to? Uh, should we turn off the air conditioning? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, secondly. So, so first of all, he says it's like a Zera Takatu. That if the Torah connects fasting and Arab Yom Kippur, anyone who's obligated to fast is also obligated to eat. Just a pure, a pure almost Zera Takatu, the Torah connects them, similar to the principle of Zachor V'Shamor. Right? The Torah connects Zachor are the positive mitzvahs of Shabbat and Shamor are the negative mitzvahs of Shabbat. Now, women are obligated in the positive mitzvahs of Shabbat, just like they're obligated in the negative mitzvahs of Shabbat, even though it's time-bound, because the Torah connected the two. Similarly, says the Ketav Sofer, the Torah connected the obligation to eat on the ninth to the fast on the tenth, and therefore anyone who's obligated to fast is also obligated to eat. So someone who's potter from fast. Oh, we'll get that in We'll get that in a moment. Very good. That will be the nafkamina that we'll see in a moment. The odd. Then he says further. Zil Batar Taimah says the Ktab Sofer, forget the, uh, call it the halachic um, rule of, of a hekesh or a connecting from psukim. Go after the logic. What was the logic? The Kat of Rashi, Kol Achel Veshoteh, Vahachim Mashma Krabi Nitem Betri, Kromarat Kenat Machabetri, Tetochal Nitanot Basiri. The purpose that the Torah wanted us to eat on the ninth was in order for us to be able to fast. So it makes sense, even without, if you don't have a, a, a technical connection in the psukim, you have a logical reason to connect that anyone who's obligated to fast will also be obligated to eat Erev Yom Kippur because the whole purpose of eating is in order to allow us to prepare ourselves to be able to fast. Okay, and here comes the Nafkamina. Right? As the doctor mentioned, lichora, a person who is not, a person who is not going to fast. He's patter from fasting for whatever reason. He's a basakana, so he's not going to fast. Is there an obligation to eat on Erev Yom Kippur? Is there any mitzvah? According to what we just said, basically it's dependent on the purpose of, of eating is in order to prepare yourself for fasting, in which case... If a person is exempt from fasting, he will be uh, exempt from eating. One could argue that not. One could argue that even though in the end of the day it's still independent on some level, and therefore it's a mitzvah tasecha as man grammar, and if it's and one should be obligated. What do the postim seem to imply is according to everyone uh, one would be pator? A woman who is sick, a man who is sick, it's still a mitzvah grama, he might be chayav. But a woman who is sick, right, a woman who is sick, mimanafshah. If it's uh, connected to the fast, she's not fasting, so she shouldn't, have to, she shouldn't have to eat. And if you say it's not connected to the fast, okay, if it's not connected to the fast, it's a mitzvah asay shazman grama, in which case she would be exempt. So a woman who is 
sick and not going to be able to fast, for her it seems that she is exempt from eating. For a man who is a patter from fasting, it seems that he should still fast, he should still eat, because according to the Swara to say that it's independent, he would be ob obligated. What would be the logic to say that it's independent from the fast? The Rabbeinu Yonah. The, the, the seemed to imply that this was a, a meal of the Yontif. It's got nothing to do with preparing for the fast. So according to Rabbeinu Yonah, even a person, a man, who is not going to be fasting, might still have a chiyuv to eat Erev Yom Kippur. Right? So that would be the practical ramifications regarding this uh, din. Yeah. Are there uh, quantities that are discussed in halacha with regard to how much to say, like a general mitzvah to eat during the day? Well, we eat every day. Right. The, the Ramah yeah. says laharbot. <laughs> I, I eat more than more than usual. More than usual, and uh, we assume <laughs> we assume that a person eats a meal. A meal is basically a, a generally a meal is generally a kibbeitza, right? So if you want to eat more than that, that's more than a kibbeitz, you already fulfilled your, your obligation, strictly speaking, as far as I understand. According to Rabbeinu Yonah, yes. a, a uh, healthy woman, would she be obligated to eat the suda? Possibly, possibly. I.e., because she's still... <coughs> oh, a healthy, a healthy woman. Not clear. I, if it's disconnected, if it's dis by the way, Rabbeinu Yonah brought three reasons. He also brought the reason of Rashi. So it's not really fair to say that <laughs> because she should have to eat because she's going to be fasting. Right. Now, but just according to that reason of, of the, the younger the, the male, maybe she'll be exempt. Maybe she would be exempt. Right? Okay. We have, uh, we, we, we're finishing at 1.20 because people want to go to Mincha. So I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to move along quite briefly. Another thing that we have to do Erev Yom Kippur says the Mishnah For sins Yom Kippur can get rid of all our sins but if it's between man and man or man and person wife, it's spouse, children that's not going to help. It's Where did he get this from? Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah from the Pasuk Mikol chatotechem Lifnei Hashem Titaru. What's the critical word here? Hashem. Lifnei Hashem. In front of God. I saw what's between you and Hashem. That Yom Kippur can cleanse us. But if it's not between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then we have to go and we have to be Mephias. We have to appease all of the other people in order uh, Yom Kippur is not going to help. Does a person have to confess when one goes and Bein Adam Lechaveru. In other words, there's a person who's been agreed, doesn't know he's been agreed. Is that what you Or saying? even if he does know he's been agreed, but he doesn't know how he's been agreed. Do you have to? We know when it comes to tshuva between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's a mitzvah of vidui. What's a mitzvah of vidui? A person has to confess. A person has to say, I did this. I broke Shabbos in this way. I ate this way. I, 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 I had a, a, this, I did this Avera and that Avera and that Avera. The more you uh, spell it out and articulate it, that is the mitzvah of Vidui. The question is, is that also applicable Ben Adam Lechavero? Look at the Mishnah in Masechet Bovakama. The Mishnah says, This is a person damaged someone else. 
So I repay the damages. Person has to appease his friend. etc. Okay, now says the Gemara. If you didn't ask forgiveness, even if you brought all the rams from Nevayot, that's a Pasuk in Yeshayahu, you have to appease your friend. Right? Now, the Rambam, when he brought in Hilfa Trubba, he says as follows. What does he have to do? A person has to confess to the Bidouin. Right? Then he says, continuing, A person injures his friend and damages his property, his money. Although he repaid him, he does not get Kapara until he confesses. When the Rambam used that language, what does the Rambam mean? Does that mean that we have to confess to our fellow person? It's not good enough to just ask Mechila? That's my standard practice. This Rambam's, you know, putting a bit of uh, stokes in the wheel here. Right? Says the, the Keset Mishnah, Bechena Chobel, Mishnah Bovakama, i.e., he brings So the Mishnah says he has to ask Mechila. It's not clear. Was he saying that he has to confess or just ask Mechila? Um, I'm going to skip. Let me just bring that it's not, there's a yeah. stir in the Rambam. Yeah? Okay. All right. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna continue. And to you, and to you, Mr. Rashal. Please God. Shekot Vilotenu Yitkabel Baratzon, Gmar Khatimatova. So the basically there are I'm not gonna go through it, we don't have time, but in the Rambam there seems to be a stira whether you have to actually uh, confess or not. Says the Lech Mishnah on source number thirteen. It's not good enough to return the gazel, you have to appease him. Says Knocked someone's car. Okay, it was a mistake. But I knocked someone's car. I have to pay them. If I pay them, have I got tshuva? I've got kapara. Says the Lefer Mishnah, I don't need to go and start groveling and apologizing. I damaged someone. I broke someone's window by mistake. I was playing uh, cricket and the ball went in. Okay, I got, to, uh, I got to pay for it. I get kapara. However, if I stole, so yeah, the Rambam says I have to go and appease him. But Lichora, it's the same din. It's damaging his money. So says, the Lechem Mishnah is the difference. There's a difference between damaging a person's money and stealing from a person, robbing a person. When a person robs a person, first of all, the person feels violated. Second of all, I actually get benefit from that, from that action. If I just 
rammed into someone's car, I'm not getting benefit from it, right? No one's getting benefit from it. I have to pay, but I'm not getting benefit. When I steal from someone, I get benefit. So for those two reasons, says the Lechemishna, in that case, I actually have to appease. Now, there's an interesting din, says the Bach, source number 16. That basically you have to say out, spell out exactly what you did to your friend and tell him you did this or you spoke this Lashonara about him, etc. And this is the main halacha, the la'amayt, the kafina lakaman, in tafresh zayn, the tarik lafareta chayt, Says there's no distinction between Ben Adam Lamakom, Ben Adam A person has to articulate what sin he did. Now, this was a famous question that the Chofetz Chaim basically wrote this halacha that if a person spoke Lashon Hara, he has to go and tell his friend and he has to tell him what he said. And then he went to one when he wrote the, when the Chofetz Chaim. When he wrote his book, he went to get Askoma. He went to get Askoma from Israel Salanta. You know, Israel Salanta refused to give him Askoma because of this halacha. He says, you're wrong. He says, just because you want Kapara, just because you want Kapara, what right do you have to go and hurt your friend and tell him of all the bad things that you did to him? Yesterday, your friend was very happy. He didn't know that you were speaking all this uh, terrible Lashonar about it. Today, you want to get Kapara. So according to the Bach, you have to elaborate and articulate exactly what you did. How's the guy going, how's your friend going to feel after you tell him all those things? He's going to feel terrible. So says Rabbi Yisrael Salanta, you getting Kapara on the Tsar of your friend. There's no heter, right? No heter to be Matsari, your friend, just to get Kapara. And basically he felt that there's nothing you can do. I, you have to ask Mechila, but you can't, uh, you can't elaborate. So you can never get Kapara. So you can never get Kapara. Says Rabbi Yisrael in that case, and Malasot. You, you know, can't have your cake and eat it. And uh, in that case, it's better to, better to go in Shammai and get, kapara, uh, get the Onesh and not be Mitzayah, another Jew. Interesting, uh, interesting take on, 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 on the thing. Okay. What about the laws of fasting on Yom Kippur? What time do we have to stop in order to get to Mincha? 1.20. 1.20. Okay. So, let's just... Uh, we'll, the, the, the Sefer Achinoch uh, brings down an interesting reason why the Torah says we should fast on Yom Kippur. And he basically says that Hashem judges us at the time when we are Dabni. And if we are um, remove ourselves from all the physical tithers, and generally that is brought about by eating, then we'll be almost on an angelic level. And that's the best time to ask for Slichava Kapara when we are like angels. So that is the, the take. Whatever the reason, obviously uh, there is a mitzvah to fast and a very serious Avera of someone not fasting. However, <coughs> the Shiurim for breaking a fast on Yom Kippur are different than usual Shiurim that we have in the call of Torah Kula. Generally, when it comes to eating, eating is a kazait. However, the Torah never said you're not allowed to eat. The Torah says you have to afflict yourselves. And therefore, Chazal learned out that even if a person would eat a kazait, they not necessarily have broken their fast. And I'll explain that in a moment. Because you're still eating. Because you're still afflicted. The fact that you had a kazait, a little olive, doesn't really, you still feel afflicted. When does a, feel, when does a person feel a bit 
um, relieved when a person eats a big date, right? Kotevet When a person eats a big date, right, that's when a person will be alleviated, the, the, the pain um, of the, the hunger pains will be slightly alleviated, and that's when one violates the transgression, right? Now, it's not exactly because the Torah, we pass in like Rabbi Yochanan, that Afilu Shir Torah, that you, even by eating a Chatzishir, a morsel, one would be liable, one would violate the Torah violation. It's just one would only get the, probe, the punishment of Karet if one ate a Kotevet if one ate a, a big date. So says the Shulchan Aruch in Tafresh Yudbet, Aochel Yom Kippurim, Kotevet who ate like a big date, Chayav is liable to Karet. Vu Pachot Mikabet is slightly less than an egg. And this size is, doesn't make a difference whether you are a Ben Lenanas, Ben Lenanas, whether you're a midget, whether you are a giant like Og, that is the shear. Slightly less than a Kabeza, and you're already in trouble. This is only regarding the punishment of Karet. But there's a Torah violation of even eating. A kosher. Now, when it comes to, so where does all shiurim come from? What, where does this come from? Shiurim basically comes for people that for some reason have to eat, for medical reasons, but we try and limit the violation. So we say at least don't eat uh, the, prob- the size that will, will inflict in a regular person correct. So that's, um, now we're going to bring three examples of three scenarios of people that might uh, not have to fast and what they should do. The first one is pregnant or nursing woman. Says the Gemara in Sechet Psachim Nundalet, Darash Rabba, Ubarotu menikot, mitanotu mashlimot bo, kadershu mitanotu mashlimot be yom ha-kippurim, uvein ashlamashot shelo asur. Says Rabba, pregnant woman, and women that are nursing are obligated to fast and complete the fast on Yom Kippur and Tisha B'Av. Although we say that women that are fasting are besakana, but it still is the natural way of the world that women are pregnant. And therefore, it's not the usual sakana. And unless we know otherwise, unless there's a real reason, women that are pregnant or women that are nursing have to fast and complete the fast. Where is there some leniencies? Says the Mishnah, right? A woman who smelled some food and she says she needs to break her fast. Right? We give her to eat until she calms down. And a person who's sick, we ask the doctors and the expert, the doctors, that basically give them. So we, we've already found a dispensation for pregnant women that, on the one hand, a pregnant woman is besakana. So a woman besakana nefashot, we say, should be able to eat. On the other hand, it's not a sakana to that extent. Every woman, uh, it's a life-threatening situation. So we have to assess it. Basically, who assesses it? From the Gemara, it sounds like the woman herself assesses it. If the woman tells us that she needs to eat, then we believe her. If she's got a certain craving and she knows that we do it, 
So that's the Shulchan Aruch says like this. Ubarot menikot mitanot mashlimot beyom kipurim. However, ubara shehericha lochashin labozna sheyom kipurim. We tell her that it's Yom Kippur. Im nitkaradata. If she got calmed down, wow, it's Yom Kippur. Mutav, great. Vim lav machilinota adshetit yashev data. Regarding the woman, we go according to what she says, not according to the doctor. We don't ask a doctor. For the woman, we ask her, if she says, I need this food, we give her the food without even asking a doctor. As opposed to when it comes to, uh, when it comes to um, a sick person, there we do ask a doctor. Now, if the doctors say no, but the sick person says, I need to eat, we follow the patient. If the patient says he needs to eat, obviously we're talking about people that we're not to reshaim, etc. If a person says, I'm the sakana, I need to eat, we go with the patient. Regarding the, uh, we'll end now because we have to end, but basically the Piskei Chuvot, he, he discusses um, that today, even though there's, you know, weakening of generations, he still holds that women who are pregnant need to fast unless they, a doctor tells us that there is a, a, a serious uh, um, problem and there's a greater risk for this pregnancy or she feels an unusual state of uh, weakness. If she uh, has an unusual state of weakness, then we do. I'll end off with the story of my wife. She fasted when she was pregnant with twins, and she stayed in bed the whole, the whole, um, the whole of Chag, uh, the whole of Yom Kippur. I came back just before um, Neila. I was coming back and forth the whole day. Came back just before Neila, and she said she started feeling contractions. In the middle of Neila, I found the doctor. The doctor came twenty minutes before, uh, before, before the end of the tzom. The doctor is a Yerachamayim, is also Tami Chacham. He took a big glass of uh, orange juice and she said she, she has to drink it. She said, I'll do it in Shiorim. He said, No, you've got to drink the whole glass in 10 seconds. And as she finished, he poured another whole glass and think to stop the, to stop the, uh, the contractions. So that's when you don't go by Shiorim. That's a case where you can't do Shiorim, you have to drink straight away. And even though it was 20 minutes before Naila, for the end of Naila, that was the midst of the day. So there are times yeah. when pregnant women need to break their fast. What's it? Yeah. 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 Yeah.